G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, on a Tuesday, we do like to check on breaking news headlines as they affect the nation of Israel and those developments that are going on throughout the broader Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines overnight and uh, quite a smorgasbord of headlines today. Ron Ross, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Hey, Ron, let's start with uh, some uh, issues out of Syria, where seven Syrians who've been injured in airstrikes near Damascus allege that those have been carried out by Israelis. What's the story? Yes, seven Syrian soldiers were injured in an alleged Israeli airstrike near Damascus yesterday. Syrian air defence systems were activated after Israel aircraft launched missiles towards sites south of Damascus from over the Majd al-Shams area of the Golan Heights. According to Al-Arabiya, Israeli helicopters took part in the strikes on Monday night and Syrian air defence systems were targeted. The last airstrike blamed on Israel in Syria was reported in the Deir Izzor area of eastern Syria Saturday, June 27, when nine pro-Iranian militia members were killed. Okay, let's turn our sights towards Iran and where capital punishment uh, again shows its head. Iran yesterday executed a Mossad agent by hanging. How does this one look? A Mossad spy was hanged, Iran Fars News reported yesterday. Iran accused Mahmoud Mossadi Mad of being linked to both Mossad and the CIA, collecting information in various areas of security and providing them to foreign intelligence for U.S. dollars. He was responsible for passing on information related to Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps Force Commander Qassam Soleimani, who the U.S. assassinated in January. The execution was given front-page headlines in Iran the day after a high-level visit to Iraq by Iranian Foreign Minister Abed Zarif. The message appears to be that Iran is trying to show it has cracked down on foreign intelligence networks and made it harder for the U.S. or others to penetrate the Islamic Republic. Hey, Ron, Iran was one of those early real runners when it came to the number of infections from COVID-19. When we were looking at those headlines just a few months back, you know, when Italy was dominating the headlines and and so was Iran. Uh, Now there's a report there, Iran's announced 25 million Iranians are infected with COVID-19. How does that story look? Yes, President Hassan Rouhani said on Saturday that 25 million Iranians may have been infected with coronavirus as Iran reimposed restrictions in the capital and elsewhere. The figure from a report Rabani cited in a televised speech was far higher than Saturday's official figure for infections of 271,600 
and corresponds to more than 30% of Iran's 80 million population. Rouhani's office said the number of infections was based on an estimated scenario from the health ministry research report. Ron, back to the nation of Israel and the leader there, the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, he's been accused of all sorts of things over the years. There is a trial that's set down for January. Uh, what are the reports saying today? Yeah, Netanyahu's corruption trial will begin January 2021. A judge ruled on Sunday morning, adding witnesses will be called to testify three times a week. The new timeline may have a significant impact on the transfer of the premiership to blue and white leader and alternate prime minister Betty Gantz, slated to take place in November 2021. Netanyahu is on trial on charges of accepting bribes, fraud and breach of trust. In case 1000, Netanyahu and his wife Sarah are said to have received illegal gifts from billionaire benefactors including Australian businessman James Packer. Okay, there's an Australian connection in all of that. Hey, let's talk Turkey for a few moments here because just recently we were talking about the Hagia Sophia, a very famous church, being turned into a mosque. And now Turkey has turned its sights towards Israel and has vowed to liberate the Al-Aqsa. That's the mosque on the Temple Mount. What's the story here, Ron? Yeah, they're getting very aggressive. Turkey's president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, vowed to liberate the Al-Aqsa Mosque from Israel after what he called resurrecting Hagia Sophia. The decision to change the status of the ancient Hagia Sophia Church, which had been transformed into a mosque in 1453 and then into a museum in 1934, was made controversially last week. We did talk about it. It follows an increasingly religious authoritarian agenda from Ankara that has made Turkey the world's largest jailer of journalists, seen dissidents imprisoned for what they call terrorism, and witnessed increasing military invasions of neighbouring countries by Turkey. The Turkish presidency website says the resurrection of Hagia Sophia is the footsteps of the will of Muslims, across the world to come. The resurrection of Hagia Sophia is the reignition of the fire of hope of Muslims and all depressed, wrong, downtrodden and exploited. In Arabic, the message indicates turning Hagia Sophia into a mosque is part of the return of freedom to Al-Aqsa, essentially meaning Israel should be ejected from controlling Jerusalem's old city, where Alexa is located. A little bit of clarity here, Ron. You might be able to give us some extra insight here. We are, you're aware of the Al-Aqsa Mosque, and of course it is in Israel, so in Jerusalem it's under Israeli control more generally, and yet it's governed somehow by the Jordanians, as I understand it. Uh, what does Turkey mean when they're talking about a liberation? Uh, you seem to mention, well, that's just an indicator that Turkey wants Israel ejected from the land altogether. Is that the overall, what you're suggesting here? I remember flying in over Jerusalem some years ago with an Arab journalist by my side. And as we flew over Jerusalem, he pointed at the Temple Mount 
and he said to me, no, you will hear many stories about uh, the war between Muslims and Christians and Jews, and the goal is right there. And he pointed at the uh, Temple Mount. And yes, it's an issue that uh, they want control. Jordan at the moment uh, has the uh, police uh, type of control of the Temple Mount, which was a silly mistake made by uh, the Jewish leadership some years ago. But now Turkey wants to step in and uh, eradicate Jews from the site altogether. Really, it's a sort of lockstep alongside other nations that surround Israel in the Middle East that want to see the ejection of the Israelis. Uh, so uh, an interesting development there when Turkey makes that vow and uh, a vow to liberate Al-Aqsa. Uh, Ron Ross, great insights as always. Thanks so much for great stories that come from Israel and Syria, Iran and Turkey uh, throughout the Middle East today. Thanks for being with us once again on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.